Good Talk, the home of where the talking is good. It's your boy, Cody, and your other boy, Robert, here for another talk around the tiny table in this room. <laughs> the tiny table in the large room. That should be our, uh, that's our new title, the tiny table in the large room. The tiny that's our table podcast. with the large room. The tiny table in the large room. That's amazing. Oh, man. So, so we we actually started this a second ago, and we were both a little too distracted. Let's yeah, just, a little we, we weren't, do, we weren't, we weren't in there. Fault, it though, didn't happen. So we're starting this again. Go, so I'm going to start again. the story from the top, and we're going to bring it back top. down because I want to give context as to why I'm asking this question. Well, I mean, the question was asked, but I feel like it's relevant to what's happening in our life right now. Mm. We have a close friend. Their dog has passed away mm. just a few days ago. It's really sad. It's a bummer. We, we've, we've known. we prayed for you guys. Yeah. I almost said the name. I don't know yeah. if, they, if they'd appreciate it. They don't like attention, so don't probably worry. not. Neither one of them watch it. So. Probably not. <laughs> That's true. They, they basically, more or less, did yeah, not say they watch it. But it's fine. It's okay. It's, it's fine. I still love you. Yeah. I'll send it to you anyway. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but their dog just passed away, and I have a dog that is, you know, 13 years old. She's an old lady dog. We call her old lady. Yeah. She's our relationship dog. We got this dog Aww. when, like, just before we started dating. So, Dang. yeah. So, when so she passes, yeah, the relationship's over. It's not looking good. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, though, when this dog passes, like, if it's a Wednesday night, I'm not preaching. Oh, like, no. I will not be here. Like, I, I mean, it sounds bad, but or, I don't know. I think it's fine. You got to work through it. You yeah. Know what I mean? She's you like family. Get up it'll there. be, Let it'll them be, see the emotion. it'll be a hard day. Yeah. Um, understood. understood. But so, uh, we had a question come in, and it said, where do animals go when they die? Oh, I don't like this question. Where do they go, Robert? What happens? I don't like this question. What I happens? I don't like this question. This is kind of like the Friends episode where I Chandler tells- I need biblical tells, evidence. Listen, this is kind of <laughs> like the Friends episode where Chandler tells everybody he doesn't like dogs, and he become instantly becomes hated by everybody in the room. <laughs> <laughs> and Joey's like, I told you, don't say it. My answer, oh no, which I believe is the biblical answer, mm. makes people hate me. <laughs> oh gosh, I honestly I have not studied it, and probably because I just I want to be, uh, what's the word? Um, not uh, what's ignorant. <laughs> I want to yeah, be yeah, ignorant yeah. to what. Is bliss. Yeah, I want to. I don't want to know. Yeah. I want to believe that maybe there will be some form. Okay, in my heaven, in my here's, heaven. Here's maybe. the conflict I have. I don't know that you can give a solidified yay or nay. Mm. I don't know that there's because let me tell you my conflict. Okay, we have scripture where it says Jesus is coming back on a horse. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So maybe where did that animal come from? If there's no animals in heaven, sure. Yeah. Right? So that's conflict one. Conflict two is we're also told in the Bible the only way to get to heaven is to believe in your heart mm. and confess with your mouth Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Animals cannot do that. But animals were created by God for their purpose, and they are doing their purpose. So maybe... They get. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know where you're going with that. What I don't know that? either. You know, our purpose is to to accept God and to serve God and to you know live for God. And so if we fulfill that purpose to accept Jesus, then we go to heaven. So if they yeah. accept their purpose, which is just to be an animal, maybe they go to heaven. I don't know. So I'm really fighting for it. So what is? How does an? How does like a dog reject their purpose? I'm curious how that it works. It bites me. <laughs> but, I mean, but I mean, dogs were made to bite. I don't know, man. I. I'm fighting for the dogs right now. I am too. Listen, yeah. I, Parker and Bailey, I am pooling for yeah. those two boys to be in heaven when I get there. Because when 
when they died, I was devastated. And, and that's when I drew a line in the sand. And I, I will do anything for Rachel. I will do anything for my family. But we will never have pets. That oh. is the one I don't know, man. Don't say never. Bro, I will say never. (laughs) I will say never. I was an emotional train wreck for two weeks. And I'm like, I can't keep doing this because it's such, especially with dogs, you're very fortunate that your old lady has lived, what, 13 years? 13 years. With dogs, you just don't know. Are they going to have hip problems? Mm -hmm. Are they going to have heartworms? Are they going to have all this? I mean, we believe God and we know he perfects all things that concerns us. So he's going to produce longevity there, but are they going to get hit by a car? There's just so many unknowns that Mm. I may not be guaranteed these 14 years and to have such a, because we're, Rachel and I treat animals differently. And I think you and Kai are of the same. I I know where you're going. Like they sleep in my bed. (laughs) They do. Like they sit on my lap on the couch. Some people are grossed out, but like, I mean, I I love my dogs almost to a level that some people are probably just like, okay, man, like I kiss my dog. I love my dogs. They are literally my babies. Like, I mean, they're, I mean, obviously, ever since having kids, there has been an adjustment in my sure uh, priority and my preferentials. Like, sure. clearly, uh, Roman and Evie are Top bounds of and above of my dogs, but I still love my dogs. Yeah. And what's cool is my my kids, in turn, love my animals too. Like, yep. I can tell. I see it. Like the other day, I had uh, Vlad up on the bed with me. And he like jumped up and he was like putting his arms on my Aww. my shoulders because that's how he hug. I tell him to hug me and he does it. Aww. But then Roman started hugging Vlad around the waist and uh, I was like, "Yes, I'm I'm winning as a parent family. right now." Family, yeah, family. I was like, "I've taught you well, boy. Like yeah. you love dogs. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good." So yeah, science does tell you that having a dog yeah. will extend your life by ten years. Yeah, that's how much emotional stress they remove from your life. Yeah, that's how much compassion and just and I I say it this way. It's because every time I came home, no matter who I was with, Mm -hmm. whether I made good decisions or bad decisions that day, whether I had a good day or a bad day, no matter whenever I came home, my dogs were just so happy to see me and they would just like wag their tails and move their whole bodies and damage everything in the house to get to dad. (laughs) And it's just such a relief. So I know they extend your life, but at the same time, that emotional distress that I went through after they passed was too great of a cost for me to have pets. Isn't that such like a great picture of like, God, though, it's like, the like, best like, no matter God. what your day looked like, no matter what you went through, no matter what you've gone through, at the end of the day, no matter what decisions, no matter you made, what decisions right or wrong, you make, good like, or bad, like my dog doesn't care about what I did today. Care. My dog doesn't care like what happened to me at twelve o'clock this, you know, this afternoon mm-hmm. or whatever. Like at the end of the day, he's just stoked to see me, and just that's how God is. You're there. Like when you have been through the crap, and when you've run it through the the mess, and you've messed up, and you screwed up, or maybe you, you didn't, or whatever. But when you show up up at his gates when you show up in his presence he's just stoked that you're there that you made that choice to be there it reminds me what we talked about last week Mm. during at the end of the worship set like he he just he is desperate Mm -hmm. for fellowship yeah he is desperate to be with you Mm -hmm. i mean he he was so desperate he sent his son yeah which essentially is him. <laughs> right. right? That, it's such like a weird concept to sometimes like wrap your brain around. Is right. that he, he sacrificed himself, but he also sacrificed, sacrificed himself. himself. That's exactly right. And and like truly laid aside all that he was, his deity, the very thing that makes him God, yeah. that makes him creator of the universe, laid that aside to reestablish. Fe- I mean, he is desperate for fellowship. And he's mm. kind of like our dogs in that they just want to be with you. Yeah. And there's like no obstacle in your house that will keep them. <laughs> you put up a little gate, they're going to climb that. Jump it over things like, for they're you. They're going to get to you. Um, I, yeah, that, that is a great, wonderful picture of how God loves us. So, But uh, I don't know if they go to heaven. <laughs> 
I, to I sum up. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I guess like when my, you get there, let me know. <laughs> okay, because I'm gonna go there first. Is that? What, let's take bets, people. <laughs> Take your bets. Oh, man. How weird would that be? Like, how, how would I let you know, though? <laughs> Come visit, homie. I mean, you're, I don't know. Send you a sign. I'll send uh, you a dog. I mean, there is no time nor place in the spirit. Oh, so once you gosh. are full-blown, have left the body and left the natural things behind, which is your soul and your body, and you're just a spirit, man, I think you just... <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Walking through walls and visiting. <laughs> I don't know if you got to get like a permission slip from God. Oh, like, my come gosh. Visit. I don't know how this works. We'll have like a been. doubting Thomas type situation where Robert's like, I doubt he's going to come back. And I just come through the walls like, I'm here, buddy. <laughs> come I'm feel like the holes in my head. God. I'm like, he's not coming back. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is getting slightly blasphemous. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Lord. That is blasphemous. But uh, I don't know. We're going to have to see. Uh, I like I said, I, I don't know how Jesus comes back on a horse if there's no animals in heaven. Yeah, I I I like to believe it. I like to believe it, but I again, I've never I've never done any research. So like, uh, and this is this might be blasphemous. We'll go and we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I just oh, imagine gosh. like Jesus coming back on a horse, and like if I, you know, pass away before the tribulation and stuff like that, and I come back with him, I just have my dogs. So like he's got a like white majestic horse, <laughs> like big beast thing, and I. Dogs, I'm like, come on, guys! Come on, guys! Let's go! <laughs> let's go get everybody! <laughs> it's just so great. Oh my uh, gosh! Uh, we might need to start this over. No, no, this is great. This is great. Uh, I, I think because I almost want to segue because like we're we're talking here, and, it. and so it's Segways like ways are good. Uh, it talks about in the Bible that the, that He gives you the desires of your heart, mm-hmm. and so a desire of my heart is that I my animals will be with me in heaven. But at the same time, that that's like a long term goal, and I think that there. There are things that um, I had actually heard a minister recently talk about this, but he says that like there are things in our life that sometimes we desire that God doesn't give to us because essentially they might not be good for you. Well, not only that, I think it's a desire that has to line up with his will. Exactly. You can't just desire things and mm-hmm. then expect God to bring those things to pass if it doesn't say in his word, which mm-hmm. is his will for our lives. If it doesn't say it, you know, in the word of God, you know, like I can desire a brand new Lamborghini tomorrow, but if I can't find scripture mm. and verse to line that up and bring it to pass right. in my own life, then I'm, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I've, I'm on a fool's errand. It's yeah. not going to be, it's not going to happen. Right. Or like you, if you're married and you desire to have a second wife. Oh no. <laughs> no while thanks. you're married to Kai, you know that that's not biblical. Sure. Right. So he's yeah. not going to grant you that desire. Right. So I think there's a difference because we do have even though Adam's nature, our sin nature has been removed from mm-hmm. us. And, you know, Second Corinthians 5, 17 says we're new creatures in Christ Jesus. Our sin nature is gone, but we still have our human nature. Mm. And our human nature desires things. Right. And so I think we have to figure out, is it a God-given desire or is it a desire of my human nature? Yeah. And then once we allocate where the desire is coming from, then we can begin to stand on Bible and verse uh, you know, is it going to come to pass or not? Right. So it's almost like determining what's the heart behind this desire. Yes. Is it my heart? Yes. Or is it God's heart? Yes. Who's and the author of who, this? Who's the author of this? And did we talk about that last week a little bit of something like, uh, who, who is this, uh, where's this change coming from? I think that was similar. Mm. It's like, what, what, what is this desire coming from? Are you desiring? Mm, yeah, we did. Resistance right. to change. Resistance to change. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So like, are you who's desiring the one that's it? Commanded the change? Right. Are you yourself wanting this or is God wanting this for your life i know um like even when i shared that last week about the resistance to change i think one of the things that was really hard for me to like leave that band life is because i love i loved the idea of like traveling and being in new cities and and helping bring joy to people but 
what was really cool is I remember uh, probably like the second or third mission trip that I went on. I remember being up wherever I was. I feel like it was in Chile or something like that. But like I was up like ministering and I like had a moment. I was like, dang, this is slightly different than what I thought I'd be doing. Mm. What I what I desired in my heart. I was like, but it's better. Mm. It, it's better than what I wanted. Like because I wanted to travel the world playing music and bringing joy to people that way but instead i was traveling the world sharing the good news about jesus yeah and and i feel like that desire is a higher desire than what i could ever see for myself because i was delighting myself in the lord because it says if you delight yourself in the lord he'll give you the desires of your heart it's like my new desires were his desires yeah well it's interesting to me as you're speaking that though it's like he put that 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 was your desire, yeah. But yet he worked that, and mm. he brought your desire to pass. But he's doing it his way. Yeah. So maybe like uh, if maybe like what you're saying is that like your desires can start as a, a natural as a natural de- desire, and it might even be a God given desire. But if you're not going to God with it, yeah, you can kind of put your own spin on it. Yeah, and I think that's a testimony of how good he is. Mm. He can take these natural desires, like I want to travel the world and play music and bring joy to people. He takes that natural desire, and then as you pursue him, mm. and as you do Matthew six thirty three, and you seek right. God first and in His righteousness, He adds all these things to you that yeah, can yeah. be the desires of your heart. And He says, you know what? Because I'm a good God, mm. those desires that you had since you've laid your life down and you're serving me, I'm going to bring that to pass. Right. But then I'm also going to add to it. Mm. I'm going to make it to where now you're not just going and doing something natural, like sure. playing music and seeing the world, but you're changing people's eternal destiny. So right. he's taken that desire and elevated it yeah. to now where not only are you just bringing joy, but you're bringing something that's going to change them spiritually sure. forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And having been able to travel with you to different nations in the world, you do also get to play music. Right, yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's like you're getting to see the world, you're getting to play music, you're getting to bring joy, but then God's elevated it. And let me take it to the next level yeah. to where you're also going to change people's eternal destination yeah. and affect their lives forever. Right. And so it's like, that's how good he is. He takes these desires. And as we, that's why it's so important. We tell people all the time, your real life is hidden within God. Mm. And as you get into him, he'll bring these things to pass that were in us all along. But then he has a miraculous way of just making it even that much better than what we thought it could be before, you know? And so maybe you want to be a businessman or a businesswoman and that desires in your heart, but yet you get lost in him and then all of a sudden he elevates it and now you're a business owner mm. and you own like five businesses right you and you're the I mean? one calling the shots and you're and the one calling the shots yeah. he, he always elevates things and and has an awesome way of even bringing those natural desires to pass but elevating them right and i think that that's what's so cool is because i feel like you know you get become you become like this masterpiece in his eyes and so it's like everything about you can become a masterpiece. Everything mm. that you put your hands yeah. to are being touched by a masterpiece. Hey, like it's man. like that uh, old uh, like proverb of like the Midas, Midas touch. touch yeah. You know, so it's like you as a human being going about your normal life, yeah. whether you're in school yeah. or you're in college or whatever it may be, as a person that is living their life for Jesus, you should be such a, a, a delight in him that you are a light to people. Mm. So when you delight That's yourself good. in him, you are putting light unto other people. Yeah. And so I don't know how we got here today, but it just feels right that yeah. like you need to pursue those desires, but pursue them with God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. 
yeah. and, and go to him so that way as he's starting to perfect you, your your influence is able to perfect others into yeah. his presence. And prioritize it. Yeah. Make sure that he is before the desire. And as long as God's yep. before the desire, then he's the one that's going to bring the desire to pass. Mm-hmm. And that's ultimately what we should do. Sometimes I think we work so hard at bringing our desires to pass that we forget about God. Mm-hmm. We end up getting caught in the labor of bringing this to pass right. where God's like, no, you just work on your relationship and I'll do all the heavy lifting to right. bring this to pass. Like sending you around the world to play music and to grow people. He's done that. Yeah, he, yeah. You didn't have to toil and, and, and labor to bring that to pass. Mm. You toiled and labored to work on your relationship with him and then he brought that stuff to pass. And so... I think it's important to understand that when we make him the priority, all these other things that we desire, we've now shifted that from the ball being in our court to the ball being in his court. Mm. And now he is the one that's responsible. I'm responsible to pursue him. And then he's responsible to make sure all the promises are yes and amen. So but good. it starts with me running after God first, and then he will do mm. all this other stuff. Yeah. I think that's why, you know, again, Matthew 6, 33, seek ye first the king God and his righteousness, and he yeah, yeah. will add these things to you. Right. <clears throat> I'm not the one that's adding these things to me. Yeah. And, and like you said, it's that Midas touch. So when I add it to me, it can only go so far. Right. My it can only do so much. Yes. My capability and my ability has limitations, mm. but God's ability has no limitations. Right. So when he dips down and puts his little touch on it, it all of a sudden becomes something so much greater than I could have ever made it. That's so good. Because I can only make it so good. Yeah. But God, who's perfect in all of his ways, yeah. he can make it unbelievably good. It can do what Ephesians 3.20 says, exceed all my imagination, yeah. exceed exceedingly abundantly above all that I can dare to ask or think and so that's what he really does and i think there is this you know if we can touch on this for a minute there's this very large misconception that following god is always us putting down things Mm. but it's not you didn't have to put down music right to pursue him you do that every wednesday night in the youth ministry you do that when you travel the world i think everybody always sees following god as such a sacrifice i've got to give up everything i've got to give up everything what if it's different? What if he's actually wanting to enhance that? What Not if give he's it actually, up, but give it. Yes, yes. That's Not a get great rid way of it, it, give it to him. Give it to him. That's such a good way of saying it. And when you do it, he'll enhance it yeah. and put his little touch on it. His little touch. His, his magnificent touch, <laughs> touch you know, because he doesn't do little. His magnificent touch to make it extraordinary. Yeah. You yeah, know? I think uh, when you accepted Jesus— you gave your life to him. Yeah. And so when you gave your life to him, you you put on this righteous life That's that right. became you. And yeah. you be, have become righteous. So everything that you have done doesn't matter. It's what Jesus did. Yeah. What Jesus right. has done for sure. you. So what, when you are giving your life to him, you become righteous. Yeah. So that means Amen. when you give your, your purpose to him, it becomes righteous. I like that. When you give your giftings to him, it becomes mm. righteous. When you give your thoughts to them, they become righteous. Yeah. Everything, if you Brother, give it preach. all Go to him, yes, righteous. Mm. So you have to start to think a righteous mindset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to give it all to him. Yeah. Because I, I'm giving him all of me. Yeah. And so when I give him all of me, I can be righteous. Yeah, And that, that, that's the truth that we have to grab a hold of. Because even in that Matthew 6, it says, seek, the, seek first the kingdom of God and yeah. righteousness. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you seek righteous, his righteousness, his righteousness yeah. if you seek him first, seek yep. his righteousness, mm. then... Mm-hmm. All these things will be added into that you. So it's so like a good. twofold thing. It is. Seeking God and then basically grabbing a hold of the righteous life. Yeah. 
taking it on yourself by faith because it's not easy. Yeah. It's hard to, to, to think righteous thoughts mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. It's nearly impossible without yeah. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So you've got to make a conscious effort all the time that I'm going to seek God and I'm going to seek his righteousness. Yeah, yeah. And let's just, let's just spend a moment on that because the devil will use that all the time to try to tell people uh, that they're not. Listen, righteousness, it, it, once you give your life to him, it's who you are. Yeah. That's uh, that's a unmovable, unshakable truth. Yeah, like you are now the righteousness in Christ right. Jesus, and you, once you give your life to Him, you are made righteous, and it's not something that can be earned. Mm-hmm. It's not something that it's not a wage that you can produce it. It is something that is free. It's like salvation. It is freely being given to us through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And the reason why we're righteous is because of the work of Christ. Mm. And when we're in him, yeah. we're righteous. And so I want to help somebody today. If you're feeling condemnation, mm. if you're feeling guilty, if you're feeling uh, bad about some decisions or some things that you've done, make no mistake about it, you are still the righteousness right. of God because all those decisions and all of our behavior is not what makes us righteous. Right. It was the decision and the behavior of Jesus Christ that made us righteous. Right. Now, we as believers have been called to live holy lives. Right. Holiness is behavior. Right. And so we're supposed to live holy lives and we're supposed to behave according to the scriptures. But even that does not affect your righteousness. Right. Righteousness was given to us by him. Right. And so we just need to... And when you understand that, it empowers you to look at yourself differently. Differently mm-hmm. because I am the righteous. It, because now it's not something that is earned. It's not something that is accredited to me because of my righteousness. Right. This is his righteousness, and he has made me righteous. Right. And so it's not something the devil can take away from me. It's not something bad decisions can take away from me. It's not something the world can take away. It's, it's something that has been given to me mm. by him. And so I just need to embrace it and be who I am. Yeah. That's who you are. And once so you good. know that's who you are, then it empowers you to live that way. Right. As the righteousness of Christ Jesus, and then understanding that you're righteous, that will begin to affect behavior, mm. and that will enhance your holiness. But just know, right now, you're righteous. Like with your salvation, you can't become any more saved. Right. It's you're, our, It's you're saved. It's saved. You are saved. <laughs> you are saved. It's the same. You're righteous. Mm-hmm. You cannot become any more righteous. Right. You can become more holy, but you cannot become more righteous. Right. You are the righteousness of God in. Christ Jesus. This is the one in him realities. And so just embrace the fact that you're righteous. Mm. You are right standing with God. You are, it's a position, right? It's a place in him and nothing and no one can change that. So just embrace it. And when you do that, what it does is it gets rid of guilt. Mm-hmm. It gets rid of condemnation because all these things are from the devil, right? It gets rid of second thoughts. Am I, am I not? You know right. what I mean? And then also not only that, it produces boldness. Mm-hmm. There's a confidence that comes with being righteous. Confidence that comes with being righteous. It, 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 there's an empowerment mm-hmm. because now instead of coming because what does the Bible say? Let us boldly come right. into the throne room of grace to obtain mercy. Lots of people come crawling in there like a, like going a little, back to what we started grimy with. Like little a, ants. <laughs> and yeah, like a whipped dog. You oh, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. When a, a dog, tail between its legs. Yes. I, I don't know if your dog's ever went doo-doo in the house, but they always have like this real like... <laughs> they know what they did. <laughs> ...guilty look, and right. I feel like that's how Christians walk into the presence of yeah. God. We're not supposed... We're right. supposed to be like kicking down the... I'm righteous, you know right. what I mean? Yes, there's things I need to work on, but I'm coming in here boldly right. to get the grace I need to get through the day that's before right. me. <laughs> right, it's, it's 
back to the beginning again. It doesn't matter what you did outside of the home. When you come back, your dog's stoked to see you. Right. If you got a good relationship with your dog, obviously. But, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's some people that have dogs that they don't like you. But, you know. Analogy and, may not work for everyone. Right. But in a general sense, most mm-hmm. dogs, they're just stoked that you're there. And that's what God is saying. It's like, it doesn't matter. Your position is righteous. Yeah. So, like, when you come back, when you come around him, he's just stoked that you're yeah. there. Yeah. Now, obviously, you might have done something stupid, and you shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he still loves you. Yeah. And he's never taking away your righteous position. When you accepted him as your Savior, mm-hmm. you became righteous. Yeah. That is who you are. Yeah. You've been changed. Exactly you made this right. new creation of a righteous yep. being. Yep. And that's just what you are. Yeah. You can't let anyone take that away right. from you because no one can no take one can. Yeah. no one there are people that will try to tell you devil, that you've lost yeah. it and that you can't live it, but you've already given it to God. Mm. That empowerment that you talked about is that I don't have to worry about what Cody can do anymore because Cody's not the one doing it. Right. Exactly. God is for me. Yeah. Nothing can be against Amen. me. Amen. I am pursuing him and what he wants me to do, so I know it's going to be yep. successful. Yep. I know it's going to be the amazing, abundant, miraculous plan that he saw because yep. it's God's plan. Yep. And it's it's back to the desires. I'm delighting myself in him. Yep. I'm living a righteous mindset. I'm pursuing what he wants for my life, and the desires of my heart, which are his desires that have been placed yep. in my heart, are going to come to pass. Yep. I have one responsibility, to present myself a living sacrifice mm. to him, and when I do that, he literally will take care of everything yeah. else. They, there's a God side, and there's a man side, my side. I just present myself mm. a living sacrifice, and then God takes care of everything else. He will give me the desires of my heart, but I have to present myself mm. a living sacrifice to him. Right. It's kind of like, I got a couple thoughts. So one, it's kind of like when Jesus was tempted by the devil mm. and he took him up on the mountain and, and the Bible says he showed him the cities of the world, yep. which was it Jesus' purpose. Right. Came to die for the world. And the devil was saying, all you got to do is compromise. Right. Just change one little just, thing. Just compromise a little bit, and I will give you the desires of your heart. Your desire is the nations of the world. Just comp- bend your knee to me, mm. and I'll give you all this. But Jesus knew, listen, the way this is going to come to pass is God's going to do it. Yeah. And so he, we know what he did. He rebuked the devil. He threw the word at him. The devil left him, and then he went to the cross, and he died, and he saved the nations of the world. Right. But so it's interesting that desire was in Jesus, Mm -hmm. but there was a right way and a wrong way to bring it to pass. Right. It's like it says in Romans 12, don't copy the behavior of Mm -hmm. the world, transform your mind Mm -hmm. by the renewing of your mind. I I might be misquoting that slightly, but essentially that's what it's saying is that don't, don't do it in a way that seems good. Mm. Don't do it in a way that, that might seem close. Yep. You know, this this avenue seems right. Yep. It's gonna basically get me what I want anyway, but it's not if it's not from God, it's That's not the highest right. and best way. That's right. It'll get you close and it might be great, but it won't be amazing. Yep. It won't yep. be wonderful. It won't be exuberant. It won't be the Midas touch that it's supposed That's to be. Right. It might affect a little bit of people and it might bless some people, but if you wanna bless the masses, yep. if you want to lead hundreds and thousands and whoever, yep. whatever it is to Jesus, you want to go God's route. Right. Exactly right. And and it comes with like in the Romans 12, it says, and you have to renew your mind. Yep. And, and Dr. Farrell just talked about this recently here at church. And you just, you've got to constantly be renewing That's your exactly mind right. with day. the word of God. Yeah. Because the thoughts are going to come mm. all the time. Yep. And so if those thoughts are outweighing God's thoughts, eventually yep. you're going to start to think, 
those thoughts. Yep. You got to think God thoughts. Yep. You got to think righteous thoughts. Yep. So renew your mind with a righteous mindset. Yep. yep. And I used an illustration in talking about this in youth. I, I, I got some ice cream mm-hmm. and I put like some fudge on it and some peanuts and some cherries. And I was like, it, it's good. And, and everything that's been added to it enhanced it. But then I added like some mayonnaise oh, and some gosh, mustard no. and some anchovies. And the point was, is the things that I added took away from how good it was. Yeah. But at its core, the ice cream was still good. The ice cream yeah. was still good. It was just the things I added to it that made it bad. Mm. And so lots of times, you know, because we're righteous, we are good. Yeah. We're his masterpiece. We're his children. But what makes our lives not good sometimes is what we add right. to it. The right. desires we pursue, the things that we bring into our life that we haven't gotten God's permission or it's just not his will for our right. life. And we add all this extra and that extra is not supposed to be there and it ends up hurting our lives. And so that's one thing. But I want to circle right back to this okay, righteousness thing real quick. I always think about the prodigal son mm. when it comes to talking about righteousness because we know what happened. He asked for an inheritance. He went and he, he squandered it. You know, he got the the the, the chicas. Got and the he ladies. Got the food, he got the and friends. He did the gambling. You know, he did all that stuff. And then he found his, his, you know, laying in the pig pen eating with the pigs. And he said, well, even my father's servants eat better than this. Mm. I'll go back and be one of his servants and my life will be better than this. But when he was coming back, the Bible says his father was looking for him and saw him far off and ran out to meet him. And so I want to propose this to somebody. I want you to think about this because God's helping someone in their righteousness today. Yeah. Someone has tried to convince you that you're not righteous. Someone has tried to convince you you're not good. And someone has tried to convince you of these things, but it's not true. Right. In all of his squandering, in all of his hypocritical living, in all of his mistakes, the prodigal son never stopped being the father's son. Mm. He was always the son. And And it was the fact that he remembered that he was the son, which allowed him to overcome his mistakes mm. to go back to where he was supposed to That's be. That's good. And so you need to know, regardless of your decisions, regardless of your actions, regardless of what's gone on in the world or in your home or in your life, it has not changed the fact that you are righteous right. and you are God's son or his daughter. Mm. So don't let those things keep you from coming home. He, he's, he's like the puppy. He is longing to be with you. Yeah. He is desperate to be with you. And the devil will use this guilt and condemnation as a barricade. Right. But that prodigal son, he, he felt no condemnation. Yeah. He felt no guilt. He just said, you know what? I'm going home. Yeah. And I, I, I made a mess of this, but it doesn't change the fact that I'm his son. Yeah. And dad's ready to see me. And it's so true because the Bible says dad was looking for him. Mm. Dad is ready, ready, waiting. And just go home. <laughs> just go to God. <laughs> it, it's it's cool. I, I don't know. I just had like this thought is that he left the mess there. Mm. The mess didn't come with him. Mm. It was like a conscious effort of like, I'm just going to leave this mess here. Yeah. And the mess didn't go with it him. Did not. Yeah. It wasn't a part of him. Mm. It's true. That's you know, true. like his, his mistakes, his sin, his squandering, all that, it wasn't him. Right. It was stayed in those other nations. It stayed over there. And so when he left it behind, left it behind. It stayed behind. Mm, Yep. So the 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 thoughts, your addictions, or whatever it is, that's not Mm. who you are. Mm. That can be left away. And sometimes it's hard and you have to constantly (laughs) bat it away and push it away, but it is not who Who you you are. are. That's really good, Cody. Yeah. You are a son. You are a daughter. And, and that is what goes with you. Identify with what you just said yes. instead of that other stuff. Gosh, I feel the spirit right now. Yeah. It's so good. Amen. Like, 
those those things, those thoughts, those sins, those actions, the the, the words that people said over you, mm. those don't go with you. Don't identify with that. The word of God goes identify with you. Identify with that. Your righteousness yep. goes with you yep. everywhere you go. Yep. And he identified with that truth. Yes. I'm a son. That's what I'm going to identify. I'm not going to identify with the squanderous lifestyle I just lived. I'm not going to identify with my sin. I'm not going to identify with my mistake. I'm identifying with the truth mm. that I'm a son. And then so that good. truth, what it do? In turn, affected behavior. <sighs> so the truth of righteousness will affect behavior. Mm. It will produce holiness. It will enhance holiness because holiness is something we can grow in. But you got to have this truth solidified first. I'm righteous. Yeah. And when you have that truth, it will affect behavior. It'll affect how you live. In turn, it'll affect what desires come to pass and what desires don't come to pass. So focus on yeah. the righteousness. You are the righteousness of Christ Jesus. Amen. Righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Focus on that, and it'll take care of everything else. That's who you are. That's who you are. Today, tomorrow, for forever, Yep. you are righteous. Mm, so amen. our challenge to you is to walk in your righteousness. righteousness. Amen. Just walk in it. Amen. Leave it. Leave the other crap behind mm-hmm. and walk in righteousness. Mm-hmm. And it'll affect everything. It'll even affect the way you worship at church. Yeah. When you know you're righteous. Because then you won't come into church with guilty conscience or feeling condemned. You'll come into church knowing I'm the righteousness of God. I'm here to worship my Father. Yeah. And you'll leave. And left everything else outside behind. the door. It's gone. You'll leave it all behind and you'll just come into the presence of God and you'll understand. Well, because lots of times when it comes to being in the presence of God, they say, well, I don't feel like I belong here. Mm. That's not true at all. Yeah. You do belong there. Just that's, as much of a right as me. That's exactly right. And we let those things, well, I, I made a mistake last night, Saturday night, and I shouldn't be in here worshiping today. You got to leave that junk behind. Yeah. And just get in the presence, boldly come in. Yeah. And, and the only way you come boldly is when you say, man, I'm righteous. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I, I didn't earn it. Yeah. It was freely given. I don't I'm deserve a, it, but I'm, I'm here. A, yeah, it's like if someone paid off my house, <laughs> I don't deserve that. But yeah. if they paid it, I'm still going to live in that sucker. Right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how amazing. Uh, yeah. I'm be like, hey, this is mine. You know yes. what I mean? Praise God. I'm going to rejoice in it. That, Own that righteousness. Own the righteousness. And don't yeah. feel bad about it. Be, you know, he did it for you because yeah. he loves you. So just embrace it and, and live in it. Gosh. I know we talked to at least one person today. Amen. Someone needed Somebody this. Somebody heard. And I'm so stoked that you were listening today. Yeah. I don't know who you are. If it's you, I would love it if you reached out, but even if you don't, it's fine. Yeah, it's I know totally cool. I know you needed it today, and I'm super stoked yep. for you. I, you probably, at the beginning of this podcast, are like, what the heck? I don't have a dog. I don't know why we're getting here. It seems like all of our podcasts kind of start that we way. We get though. we start in these little tangents, and yeah. somehow we get into these nuggets. Yeah, these little nuggets of goodness. I mean, if they don't bless everybody, they're blessing me. And this yeah. one, there's one person today. I believe it. I know. It. Someone, I know for a fact. There's someone, someone that needed this today. That needed to hear about your righteousness, mm. and and you've been lied to by the devil. Yeah. Maybe even lied to by your own thoughts. Maybe even lied to by family, or maybe yeah. even lied to by a preacher. Mm. But the word of God is truth. I love this scripture. Let 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 everyone be a liar, and the word of God be true. <laughs> That's such a good scripture. <laughs> when it comes to righteousness, let everybody be a liar and let God be true. Amen. <laughs> you are righteous. Amen. So from this moment forward, and even if you have to do what Cody said, meditate on it, speak it to yourself. I'm the righteousness of yeah. God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Love you guys. You're yes. awesome. You're beautiful. You're righteous. Yeah. And go walk. You're, You're righteous, righteous dudes. Head. Righteous ladies. <laughs> Our righteous potty heads. Our righteous potty heads. <laughs> All right. Well, we love you guys so much. Keep those questions and topics coming, and yeah, we will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.